you know, I can marry you, but I'm going to keep all my own stuff over here. And you're going to keep all your own stuff over there. And boom. Now, ask yourself the question, like, yeah, not meant to be judgmental, but what's really the point of that? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have your own. I'm, I'm not advocating for any of that. All I'm simply saying, when you decide to marry a person, what you are essentially saying, you have two people that are now are going to begin the journey of becoming one. You know, over 50%, if not 60% of marriages dissipate in divorce. There was some research done back in 2016, 2017 that said people who attended church services, uh, their divorce rate among those individuals is like 36%. And those who are, did not attend any religious service on a regular basis, divorce rate was all the way up to 70%. Is marriage a private affair? And what does the Bible have to say about marriage? It's important because there's a lot of you out there who may be going through a divorce. Instead of you talking about divorcing a person as your legal right, let's talk about what marriage really is intended for. What does it represent, right? When you talk about divorce, what, what does that teach you about your understanding of what this whole concept and union is for in the first place? In Mark chapter uh, 10, Jesus was saying, initially, I'm not for abuse in marriage. I'm not for uh, unfaithfulness in marriage. I'm not for uh, these lacks of more judgments in marriage. What I am for is understanding what the marriage concept represents. And what it represents is when two people come together and make an agreement that they are going to be together in marital bond and relationship, what you are essentially saying is that we're going to live life together through his ebbs and flows. The verse I wanna to bring to you today that's gonna to help us contextualize this whole conversation it's coming out of um, Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10, verses um, 2 through 12. So Jesus was being approached by these individuals and he asked them this very important question. And the question was, is it lawful to divorce your wife? I would say from Mark chapter 8 to Mark chapter 10, Jesus is talking about discipleship. Why is the issue of uh, marriage, divorce, and remarriage brought up in the middle of this conversation? Here's what makes it important. The Pharisees who asked Jesus that question were actually trying to trap him into a legal issue. In other words, they were looking at marriage solely from a legal perspective. They were simply saying, is it right for me to put my wife away. According to Deuteronomy, Moses said, I can give you a law of divorce. In other words, it's okay to divorce an individual. But then Moses says, because of the hardness of your heart, we will get this done. Now, when he means hardness of heart, what Moses is talking about was that the people were actually looking for divorce or seeking divorce for wrong reasons. In other words, simply a con on contractual basis, right? Jesus was saying, in essence, that you're talking about marriage from a legal perspective. And according to Moses, you are legally, you can do that. But let me raise the bar on you a little bit. And raising the bar is that marriage is not just a legal contract, that there's actually moral uh, basis, spiritual basis, uh, divine basis, for marriage be together in sickness and health to death do you part all of these uh, phrases and words that are associated with our traditional ceremonial viewpoints about marriage 
Jesus is saying, in order for you to do that effectively, you need to practice faithfulness. You need to understand what it is about marriage that requires a level of discipleship. The reason why the concept of marriage is brought up along this broader conversation of discipleship is because Jesus is wanting to get over the concept that marriage is not just about a legal contract. It is something that you do in faithful relationship to another human being. In the beginning, God intended that people be in relationship. So essentially what Jesus is saying is that marriage is more so about a conversation of faithfulness. It's, it's more so about a conversation of being in relationship with another. It's more so a conversation about being in fellowship with, the, with other people. And you see this concept working throughout the text. Here's so, where the rubber meets the road. God didn't intend for people to just haphazardly divorce each other. That's not the intention. I think that's what Jesus was getting at. You have people asking Jesus, this, the Pharisees were asking Jesus, can I divorce my wife legally? Well, of course, the law of Moses says you can, but God asks you to try to work that situation out. It's important for us to think about and to consider what are we talking about when we're talking about divorce? If you're seeking divorce simply because it's a power play, which is also what these individuals, the Pharisees were talking to Jesus about. That's not the best intentions of human relationship. But Jesus flipped the script. He says, no, if either one of you have that perspective, let's talk about faithfulness. What do we understand? How do we understand what it means to be in faithful relationship? God intended you to be in relationship and being in relationship doesn't mean that all things are going to be always the way you want them to be. Now, if you were to think about that statement in a very deep sense, right? Your parents, you're in relationship with your brothers and sisters and siblings in your home for years. And sometimes you got along and sometimes you did it, but you were still family. And this is what Jesus meant when he said in Mark chapter 10, that in the beginning, Moses gave you a law of divorcements, but in the beginning, it was not so. My goal is not to make people feel guilty in sharing this information, but my goal is to say, number one, you should really think about what you're doing before you commit to a relationship. That if you want to remain an individual, if I want to remain an individual, it's best that I not get married. Number two, uh, in relationship, there are goods and bads. And so part of discipleship is learning and growing with the other person in the relationship you're with. My goal is to provide a fresh perspective on this thing. Number three, it's all about the heart. What's your intentions when you say, I want to get divorced? Is it a power play? Uh, is the person you're connected with not submitting to you or not doing what you want them to do? And is your, is your seeking out divorce a power play of manipulation to get a person to want to do what it is you want them to do, rather not caring about the effects this is going to have on the individual. Now, to those of you who are listening and you said, you know what, Chaps, I've already been divorced and I'm not getting remarried because I feel so guilty about that, that you learn from the experience. So what did you learn from the divorce? What did you learn about yourself when it comes to a relationship? That's what's most important now, that one, you can learn from that experience. You can grow from that experience and you can become a better person. If you have this perspective, it will totally, totally change your life. Now, the, another part of that conversation is about sex, right? So you can't talk about marriage without talking about sex and getting busy, all right? 
but not today. Grounded in flight, spinning my mind, contemplating how we got here. Oh, it's a waste of time. Be my dark night, my lover in the morning.